Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. I am also so excited to announce that this episode is number 300 of the Smart Cleaning School podcast. I cannot believe I have recorded myself talking 300 times. And you've listened. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I am really excited how part one of this four-part series came out with my wife, Teresa, sharing what it's like living with me, the entrepreneur. I hope you're, you're related with that. So now... Let's do part two, which really is a two-parter called Healthy Home Boundaries with Teresa Carfagno. In today's episode, Teresa unpacks a few key lessons the Carfagnos have implemented to achieve balance between the family business and the busyness of the family. Let me say that again. This is going to be some practical lessons that we've learned as a family with my wife explaining them on how to balance the family business against the busyness of the family. I hope you find these lessons useful in your home. Here you go. All right, you want to talk about like balance. Can you express like, (laughs) instead of doing like a generic, like here's work-life balance for like, what is like a specific like challenge you guys are having, like maybe share your personal like family scenario and like, wow, this is a pinch point for us. And we can just share, share some things that maybe we've identified that has helped that. Sure. So, I mean, I guess, you know, you, you, you start your business for us, you know, three and a half, four years ago, whatever. And you're initially it's um, everybody's sacrifices. Everybody's like, yes, we have to get this business going and this and that. And you fall into the trap of like, anytime the business needs something, you're sucked in, you're, you're, you're there, you, you go take care of it. But then you start to, you know, make some money and get employees and all of this. And you, you get a little bit of freedom (laughs) until you don't, and you just get sucked back in. So prior to my trip that I just got home from last night after four feet of snow and being delayed a couple <laughs> extra days, I, I had a really great two to three weeks in terms of like shutting work off, doing what I needed to do outside of work. And I, w- I, w- I was extremely productive in it. And And I know I've only been home for like 18 hours, but it just seems like... Um, I don't know. Today is the day I got sucked back into it. You, you felt it just kind of just attack you. Today. Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of those things like you strive to like be in that position so you can have the freedom and then you get the, t- the taste of it. That and it's, you know, how many businesses can be successful when the owner is supposed to be there for two days and is stuck on the other side of the country, you know? And we, we had two really great days. We did over $5,000 in revenue in two days. <laughs> Um, and we got two five-star reviews out of it. Perfect. Awesome. I'm, you know, I wake up this morning after one hour of sleep. I'm ecstatic. I'm, you know, this is great. And then I just realized like, 
You'd one hour sleep. Well, everything <laughs> falling apart. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is that's all Courtney's fault. It's you go to a retreat with Courtney and you stay up until three, four in the morning working every day. And then because it's Colorado time, I literally got out of bed this morning the same time I've been going to bed all week. So you get back and you get this attack. So how's that affected your wife and the kids since? Well, so I got back last night. I got home just before nine. The kids were in bed. I got up at four o'clock this morning, went and sprayed their school because I've been stuck in Colorado. I usually spray it every day. Came home, got everybody up and got everybody ready. You know, saw my kids for a few minutes, but I don't know. It just seemed, and, and maybe I should have expected a little more needed to be done because I haven't been here since Thursday, really, you know, but yeah. What, what thoughts are you having for Brian right now? I can relate to like the going away and then you come back and you're just like, for it me, go- it's like the laundry's piled up high. Yeah. The house is a mess, you know, like there's no meals prepped. I got yelled at last night for doing laundry. Because- he would get yelled at for doing laundry. <laughs> but I'm going to hear it. I'm like, I haven't been home in a week. Like all of my clothes are dirty. I need to do some laundry. I'm, I'm right. sorry. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know what your schedule's like, but one thing that I think has really helped us has been having allotted times. So for specific people in like within our family. So Ken and I, especially since COVID hit, we started doing like weekly date nights. So I know for the most part, every Friday night, I've got time with with Ken, just the two of us. And for some people that might look different. I mean, there were, there were times when we didn't have a babysitter or our kids weren't old enough to stay by themselves. And so maybe that is staying at home and you've got the kids set up with a movie and you're in another room, the two of you, you know, so just prioritizing your relationships in They'll that find way. Us. What's that? <laughs> They'll find, they will find us. <laughs> Find a really good movie and popcorn and you got to like really back it out. (laughs) Um, And then, I mean, Ken and I have made it a priority to read with our kids. So allowed allowed. Yeah. So even like we're still reading with our 16 year old every week, each of us like one night. So we alternate. So each of those kids gets specific one-on-one time with us which has helped, I think, like the need factor that kids feel, you know, like they all want our attention. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, I think. And maybe like pulling on that a little little more detail, like how do we actually, what's this look like? So for reading time, Monday nights, the goal is to have dinner done, eaten, cleaned up by say 6.30. I don't know what he's talking about. It's It's, always that way, right? I'm right on that. (laughs) (laughs) is the goal (laughs) and then from 6 30 to like 8 8 30 is that one-on-one time with the kids and and then the goal would be for us to have some one-on-one time for at least a half hour an hour then we go to bed like that's a that's like textbook if it works out but we'd still do no matter what the kids know that for these for less what six eight years or more, I don't know. Well, it's, so, it's changed over the Monday years. night. So we five kids. The the littlest one gets reading. He's three. He gets reading before every every time he goes every time he goes to bed. The oldest one is with me. So Kenny, my my oldest, he's got reading night with me on Monday nights, 
And our daughter is 13, Christiana. She's with mom. So I have 16-year-old. She has the 13-year-old on Monday nights, hour, hour and a half. So we balance who will put the baby to bed. Yeah. And then the the middle two will go to bed early go to that bed night, early that one night. night a week. Right, right. And that's really cool because that's like that one-on-one time with the older ones. They really look forward to it. Sometimes, like with me, like me and my son, we're into Star Wars. We might read a little bit and then watch some Star Wars. We might read the whole time. We might work on a project, but it's that one-on-one time that's he knows is his with dad. She yeah. knows is hers with mom. And I'll do like we don't just do reading too. Like we do, we have started to like morph it a little bit. So I'll read a chapter and then we'll work on like our star Wars puzzle with our oldest. Yeah. And then I'll do like diamond dots with my 13 year old. Like it's some kind of art project where you're putting little diamonds on, Yeah, you know, so it's, it's tailored to what each kid likes. And then so Tuesday night, I read to the two boys that are middle boys, which are seven and 10. And so I'll do like almost an hour with each. So I'll do both of them. And then Tuesday night, she has our 16 year old son. Wednesday night, we have our, um, it's called Royal Rangers and Stars at our church. It's a church, church ministry, um, mentorship of young women and young men. I'm a, I serve there. So Wednesday night's already taken, but I'm with them and she gets time to herself. Well, with, with the three-year-old. With the three-year-old. So that's her, that's her. T- Lizzie's like, there ain't no such thing as time to myself. Isn't it funny how those husbands think that sometimes? <laughs> I, well, time to myself. Yeah, I have driving to a job. Yes. That's it. I have strategically not napped my three-year-old so that he'll go to bed early on a Wednesday night. So I do get a little bit of freedom. So you're watching their show. Yeah. Yeah. And then Thursday night. So tonight I have reading with my daughter, 13-year-old, and she's reading with the two boys. Right. So we just do Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays are read aloud nights and the one-on-one time. Friday nights are our date nights. Saturday, I'm working all day. Saturdays are is our family day, church, afterward, games. So we have some, so Brian, like like Billy was teaching, we've got those boundaries. Like those are things that, hey, some weeks we miss them. And some nights it's only like, okay, it, every life just got too busy. We have like a half an hour or it's a crazy week. Like I took Christiana, our teenager to Lancaster for a couple nights so we could do something called passport to purity. And so I wasn't home and dad had everything on his plate. So we didn't do that week. Like we did not do a special time mm-hmm. for each kid that week. So, I mean, we just kind of, you've got to flow with different seasons of your life. Um, so that's one thing that we do. Other examples too, like Brian, you can do this being that you have, I mean, you're not work, you're not cleaning. So you can come to the office when you choose. This morning at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, I took my daughter out to breakfast. And my, I'd like to be able to do that at least once a month. I would like to be doing breakfast with each of my kids once a month. Does it happen? No, but do it much when I can. But it's just great. Across the table from my daughter, we're eating French toast and I'm just asking questions and just getting her to talk and tell me all the things she's excited about ballet and these, all her friends. And it's just wonderful. And then my son and I had a doctor's appointment today and I had two hours with him. So when it, whenever we go places, simple errands, we make it a point to bring one of our kids with us. So that, oh, and the one thing, yeah. uh, Brian, how old are your kids? Um, my oldest just turned 10. 
my next is going to be eight in May, and then I have a five-year-old. Okay. So the one thing that Ken has always been like a master of is like finding the normal, like mundane tasks that he has to get done. He's got to go to Home Depot to pick up something like ridiculous, like post office, you know, and he turns it into an adventure, you know, whether that is, you know, you stop at a cafe along the way and you pick up, you know, hot chocolate or we have Wawa here. So it's like a dollar for a hot chocolate, you know, just these little things that brings value to each kid, like each child. And it's usually a one-on-one situation. So they feel special. Or stop at the playground on the way back for 15 For younger ones. Yeah. 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 But that that one-on-one time is huge. And another piece that I think fits into this too, like is we have we have values, family values that we have on like a mission statement. Here's what we want for our family, healthy eating, the ability to choose how we school our kids. And so just like we did like the why, like why are you building your business? We ask ourselves the question, why are we building our family? And we did a family mission statement. So we have a business entrepreneurial mindset we want our kids to have that because we don't feel like the college path is the way for everybody so we instill that so yeah so like here's our family mission statement that gives us family values and for us one of the ones that we hung our hat on right away was dinners every night as a family very, very few exceptions. And we never miss dinner together. That's a time we get around the, the table, we pray, we talk, we laugh. And that's really important. And I, I'm just, I'm thinking, I, don't, go ahead. I, I just want to interject. When you say never, there are instances, oh, yeah. like we're not the perfect family. So mm-hmm. there are times when we don't have dinner together, but it was something that we were, we were like, okay, it's more important than the other things in our lives because we had heard that the family that eats dinner together stays together. And so we knew that we wanted that to be a foundation for our kids. And I think this all ties well back to like work-life balance because you can choose the things like there are things that like there's quality and quantity. And so you got to, like, well, people say, well, I'll just focus on, you know, qu- a quality time only with my kids and that'd be good. Well, it's a combination of quality and quantity. That's good. And if you find like each kid has certain things and your wife, your husband has certain things that that is more quality than others, identify those. Like there's a book like The Five Love Languages, which if you ever read that book, you'll learn. There's one for kids. One for kids too. What, what can you do, say, act around your spouse or kids that will get them to feel loved more? The Five Love Languages. Well, I believe that there's, similar kind of concept, just like you want to do a disc profile for your employees to figure out who's the right person for the right spot. It's the same concept. You, know, you can do that for relationships with each one in your family. And Brian, like, we're never going to not have a busy like life like that. It's really hard. I remember hearing this from Dave Ramsey um, on, I think Entree Leadership, we talked about this. He's like, for him, I think his wife, Cheryl, Sure, I think it is. But they they have a different take on work life. And I, I, don't necess- I don't necessarily say that I agree with one or the other. One mindset is I've got to have balance in my work and my life every single day of my life. That's balance. And you define what balance is. Dave Ramsey was like, you know what? Our life is I have a crazy business. And for a short burst of time, I might be a conference, 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 working around the clock. But then that's like a month or a month and a half. But then I have two, three months 
where everything is just totally delegated and I don't have that much going on. And I've got, I got, I'm with my family nonstop. And so for him, he looks at work life, not a day to day, but on a seasonal, a busy season, and then a really awesome open season. And it's like, there's different ways that we, I think you just, we have to define what that looks like. And I think a great place to start is get together with your spouse and talk about this. Like, what does work life look like? And like, what, what, what's our family values and what would that look like? How could we, and how could we make steps to get toward that? Maybe it's, in, maybe it's incorporating one-on-one time or bringing your kids with you places or having date nights. We get away once a year for three to four nights we do that. We do a honeymoon retreat and it's a tax deduction of our business, which is nice. So there's lots of little like things that we've added, like 18 years of marriage and we add things each year. Brian, is any of this helping you? Yeah. I, um, what else can we talk? What else can we address with this area? Like, let's keep this going. I, I think you're making a good point in, in that your balance doesn't have to be the day to day. Like I just, you know, like. I could have three or four busy days and then have my three or four days of freedom, so to speak. I guess it's just, you know, I don't know. Sometimes when you're on the the wrong end of it, um, especially where, um, you know, basically it was a work trip that was supposed to be a weekend that ended up just short of a week. And then right back into like, like, why don't we have spray bottles, guys? Where are all our mops? Like, like all of these little things that I'm like, I left here a week ago and there were five mops here. You know what I mean? Like, where are they? Yeah. That's what my day's been today is buying spray bottles and mops. And it's also hard on your wife's name. Is it Chrissy? Yeah. So you get back, it's a week long and then, okay, I'm home, but I'm not right. So from her, what does it feel like from your end? So maybe let's hear the wife's end. Well, so I'm gone. And then I'm, you had, it's a really interesting dynamic with us too, because prior to COVID, yeah. she, she would go on two business trips a week. Oh, okay. And she has now been home for over a year. Yeah. And, and not that I travel all the time, but I'm the one doing the traveling now. You know? mm. So it is kind of. Is she still connecting with some of the people that she was hanging out with before? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but just like the rest of the world, it's gone to Zoom and. Oh, it's, okay. You know, like it's not really the same. That's which yeah. is why I was in Colorado this weekend because yeah. so there's, we're sick of having six meetings a week on Zoom. Virginia <laughs> Beach near Virginia Beach. Okay. Yeah. So does she have any friends that are like not um, on like like willing to meet her? Really, she she has like one local friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because what I found was early on in our marriage, I was struggling because he was my everything. And I was at home. I had one or two babies at the time. And it was then that I started reaching out and going to like a a mom's group at our church to really like get to know other moms and to feel like, Hey, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. And so I feel like we're social creatures. And so it's really important, even with COVID to be making that a priority in our lives. So maybe encourage her to continue to get together with a friend, even if it's just that one friend on occasion, like letting her know, or, or just ask her like what areas she might need assistance with or how you could help her to not be probably stressed out and 
you know, that, that connection between the two of you will help. And for us, it's going on walks. We go on walks and, and we'll walk for like two miles and not realize it. And he's just like downloading into me all of this business ideas. And, you know, I'm talking about whatever my latest goal is and, you know, the things I'm struggling with. Or the kids or the kids issues yeah. and, come to, and schedule, going for a schedule. We find that very, this is just kind of just random things now. And I want to go, I want to make sure I'm going around too. So Brian brought this up, but we do calendar meetings every month. Like we do a budget meeting, but yeah. we also do a calendar meeting. What are all the things that are coming up on our calendar? Like all of business items. So those business trips would be mapped out all of the different things with all the kids and with, with my wife and we look, okay, what do we want to say yes to? What do we not want to say yes to? And we kind of like, just like you plan out your budget, we plan out our calendar for the month so that there's minimal chance of friction, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because do you find that we don't, when we don't plan our calendar ahead of time? Oh yeah. Cause I'll put something feel? in the calendar and Ken might not look at what is in the calendar because he didn't put it there. And so we do have like some conflicts there, but by talking about it, like we'll make that sometimes part of our date breakfasts yeah. if we go out to breakfast instead of doing a dinner on a Friday night. But and that helps too with work life. Like we yeah. can plan out our work life ahead of time. Like these are specific times that we're going to do something together. Here's our times with each kid. Here's appointments. Here's this, here's that. And that seems to help us. Well, Smart Cleaning School, how did you like part two of this four-part series with my wife teaching? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Of course, I'm a little biased. That's the love of my life, my wife, Teresa. But there you go, part two, healthy habits in the home. We really covered the work-life balance or the family business versus busyness of the family. In the next episode, we will close out this topic, healthy home boundaries, part two. So look forward to that. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.